Hi, Wayne here. Alex and I wanted to share a snippet of her conversation with Randy of Going Beyond Podcast. It's a great chat. Listen to the full conversation with Alex and Randy at the link in our episode notes. Hi, I'm Alex L. and I write books for a living. The Hey Girl Podcast was created with sisterhood and storytelling in mind. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. Join us as we journey through sharing together. everybody. Welcome to today's episode. Thank you for being here. I'm always so grateful that you spend your time with me. These conversations are always near and dear to my heart because they always seem to be exactly what I need. And I hear from you, my listeners, that they seem to be what you need when you listen. So thanks for being here. Today's guest, I'm really excited to get to know. Um, she comes via dear friends of mine. And when I went down the rabbit hole of her work, I was like, this is one of my people. She might not know that yet, but I know it. <laughs> she's laughing because she's already here. I'm going to welcome to the show, Alex L. Um, I'll introduce her, but first, hey, Alex. Hi, thank you so much for having me. I'm so glad you're here. I really can't wait to dive into our conversation. We actually share so many passions and commitments to the work of women and people. So I just know that we're going to get real and deep kind of quickly. I can just feel that vibe. But for those listening today, um, I'll just tell you a little bit about Alex. She's an author and a wellness consultant living in Washington, D.C. with her husband and her children. Writing came into her life by way of therapy and the exploration of healing through journaling. And Alex has some amazing offerings on her website. I really encourage all of you to go there. I hung out there this morning for a while and signed up for her newsletter. She, through the work of storytelling, poetry, and narrative writing, really shapes experiences for people to go deep and to explore their inner selves and make community and self-care practices. Um, her work is really amazing. And she's written multiple books, most recently, After the Rain, and others called Neon Soul, and Today I Affirm, a journal that nurtures self-care. She's also the host of the Hey Girl podcast, so also a fellow podcaster. So Alex, I too am a writer. I too have found immense healing, as well as the incredible power of creating community through writing. So mm -hmm. I'd love to hear about why this and why this like really specific focus to what happens when women spend their time writing and expressing. Tell us about it. Mm. So first of all, thank you so much for having me. I'm really happy to be in conversation with you. And to start off our conversation, I think being able to stand in our power on the page gives us this really in-depth look and introspective opportunity to share our stories. It doesn't have to necessarily be, you know, in front of an audience or in book form or what have you. But I've had so many people say that sharing their story on the page, that starting that process of gaining clarity and writing to heal has just shaped so many lives. I mean, myself included, as you mentioned, I um, found writing to heal through therapy. And it wasn't until then, I've always been a writer, but it wasn't until I made the intentional choice to get curious about my pain, to get curious about my joy, and to really lean into all the different nuances and experiences that life has to offer from a lens of, you know, hmm, what is that teaching me? What can that teach me? And being able to do that on the page 
just change the game. And I think it's important that women are comfortable doing that because that is really where we find our answers. Like committing to being our own inner expert is something that we aren't taught. And when we're able to tap into that inner expert, things just become a lot clearer for us and self-trust becomes a lot more accessible. Yeah, I mean, there are so many things I would relate to with what you just said. One being that writing in so many ways a form of therapy, because if you think about what happens when you commit to the therapeutic experience, one, you're creating this safe, sacred environment for yourself and with another. And it's kind of like that freeing moment when you express things and say things that maybe you hadn't before, or maybe you hadn't seen it that way. And it mm-hmm. comes out and it's like this gem of realization. So I see writing as similar, almost like the journal is the therapist and the process is that therapeutic, you know, release and that uncovering of truth. Oh, I get that. I feel that so, so much. And then the other piece that I really relate to with what you're talking about is like, I really think that a huge limitation for women is truly that harnessing of our power and our voice. So what better thing to do than to start with our own words? And start on the page and really be like, huh, that was in me. That or, or I can shift that. You know, I tell my clients and students all the time that it's easy to just, you know, think about things and swirl them around in our head and overthink about things. But when we are able to put pen to paper and make charts and make lists and do guided journaling prompts and just really have a moment of reflection, it allows us to brain dump and also be constructive with whatever is coming up in our process. We can think about our pain all day long, but until we're actually able to put a call to action to heal, we're going to continue swirling that around in our minds. And, you know, as a writer by profession, of course, I lean on the page, but I've had people who have never journaled before who are now avid journalers and avid celebrators of writing to heal and writing to figure out who they are. And I think that is so major. And that is really how we take our power back when we're able to learn who we are through our own experiences, instead of running from it, when we're able to greet our fear, instead of running from it and facing it head on, we are able to see what is on the horizon, what is on the other side of our pain. And then we do the same thing with our joy, you know, like standing in gratitude and being able to find moments of appreciation, even when things may be adverse, we can still celebrate ourselves and our joy in moments of grief. So having that duality as well, that both and situation is so, so magnificent. And being able to do that in my journal and with other folks in community through writing practice has just been not only community building, but it reminds us that we're never alone in our struggles. Oh yeah. So true. And you know, the other thing too, wouldn't you say that nine times out of 10, so many of the things that we fester upon in our own minds and our own hearts, we actually know the answers. Like they're actually inside of us. We just always take that time and that space to actually be with our thoughts and see them come out and slow down to open to it.
Yeah, I would absolutely say that. And that brings me back to the point about being our own inner expert and getting really curious about the lessons that we have learned and the self-trust that it takes to know that you have your answers within. Are you ready to find them? And I learned in therapy, like the therapist doesn't have your answers. Only you do. I mean, I had a therapist say those exact words to me and encourage me to lean in and get curious and to, you know, explore what my inner voice was trying to tell me. And I didn't know exactly how to do that. But once I started practicing it, and I'm a big believer that practice creates ritual, I was able to say, huh, I do know this answer. And if I don't know, I can take it back to my therapist and they can help me talk through it so that I can find out. I mean, it's a lot of responsibility to show up and find your answers and to, you know, get curious and stuff like that. It takes a lot of emotional labor and work, but it is so rewarding, especially in a society that tells us that everyone else outside of us knows our answers, that everyone else outside of us should be validating us when really it all starts with home. And when I say home, I mean the self, right? So self-validation, self-love, self-worth. Yes, we are human beings who are social and who need community, but also we have to get in tune with ourselves. There is not enough outward validation that can be had if you do not validate yourself. There's not enough enough external love that can make you love yourself. So it's like getting really deep into our pain, into our trauma, into our success, into our failures, and understanding that it's not always going to be a walk in the park, but it's worth it, especially if we're willing to show up. Oh, yeah. And we have to get better. What I love about this idea of like this deep, soulful writing practice and ritual. And I love that you brought up the word ritual. I'm a huge fan of ritual. I think we need a lot more of it in our culture. But I think we also need to get better at sitting in discomfort. Like we've yeah. to get better at getting uncomfortable. And one of the things that I think has been very powerful about this period of time, meaning pandemic, shutdown, you know, <laughs> things that maybe some of us need never wanted to see. We see like right and bright light on video. There's things that we have to face and we have to sit in the walls of our home and feel our pain. And we got to get better at it. It's something that's been really, you know, I think most of us just run at or have had the privilege to run. So what a blessing to get better at it, you know, because there's so much truth on the other side. Yeah, no, absolutely. I'd love to hear more about your the journey of creating your work because it's one thing to have a personal experience like you've had from you know the therapy experience to journaling and to what it created for you but then what you've created for others you know between your events and your workshops and writing your books you've created a lot from this profound what I would assume is a really personal experience so I know that there's people like you, there's people like myself who create platforms out of very vulnerable personal spaces. And I'd, I'd love to hear more about that journey for you and about how that's evolving. Thanks for listening to the show today. Please rate, subscribe and review. Also, feel free to share with a friend. We love having our community grow. Music is by DC's own Kokai.
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill.